0: The cost is less than a beer at a bar, and you get a better buzz with, with the Savage Premium. So go to, go to glow.fm savagepremium for full access to ad-free podcasts and exclusive sound you'll not hear anywhere else. Thank you very much. President Bush made the single biggest mistake in the history of our country, and that's getting into the quicksand of the Middle East. And then he couldn't finish the job. And now he's lecturing us and saying that, that our people on the right, that our people in many cases that love our country, that they're worse terrorists than Al-Qaeda. Welcome to the Savage Nation podcast. As we go to press, several things are happening right now in America. Number one, Gavin Newsom has not been recalled in California. In fact, he has stayed in a landslide, which shows you that you can fool all of the people all of the time in California. At the same time, a group of people who peacefully protested in Washington, D.C. on January 6th after the election of uh, Biden are now being treated as criminals. Now, some crossed the line. And did break the law and I opposed it at the time I went on the air and opposed it I said, hey, wait a minute. This is wrong and I can prove it because we're going to be playing The show that I did at that time on the radio however having said that fascism in the form of Socialist fascism is rising in America under the crazed left-wing perverted by the administration Now there was a novel written Um, In 1935 entitled it can't happen here 1935 by American author Sinclair Lewis the great writer Sinclair Lewis and In the novel it describes how a US dictator rises in America Similar to how Adolf Hitler gained power It was a very important novel and it was written during the height of fascism in Europe I'm not going to tell you about the novel But it describes the rise of Buzz Windrip, who was a demagogue who's made it president of the United States, by fomenting fear and promising economic and social reforms in America. Now you could say this applies to Trump, but Trump was the opposite of a demagogue. Biden is an actual demagogue. Let me explain it. In the novel, Windrip after the election takes complete control of the government and imposes a totalitarian rule by using a paramilitary force the way that Hitler and Mussolini did. The novel's fulcrum centers on journalist Jessup's opposition to the new fascist regime and his struggle against it. Now, theoretically, this was about liberals fighting fascism. But if you look at what is going on in America today, I think you'd have to agree with me that the Biden administration is more like the fascists described, and it can't happen here, than Donald Trump ever was. Moreover, I will say to you that those of us who are patriots are fomenting a rebellion in this nation against the fascism of the socialists running this country. Why do I say that? All you've got to do is look at the novel and look at America, and you ask yourself, Does art imitate life, or does life imitate art? In the novel, Windrip outlaws dissent, incarcerates political enemies, and trains and arms a paramilitary force called the Minutemen. Now, Biden is not trained and armed a paramilitary force, but what has he done about Antifa and Black Lives Matter? If they're not a paramilitary force, tell me what is. They terrorize citizens. They enforce policies of the left wing. And his regime. Now, there's more in the novel which is unnecessary to discuss right now. But the fact of the matter is, we are living in an age where political prisoners are being held against their will right now in Washington, D.C. And many of us on the other side are fighting for freedom and dignity against this fascist rule. So, where does that leave us? Well, we don't know where this goes. Let me refer now to a patriot, Nathan Hale, who has been left out of the history books. Nathan Hale is famous as an American patriot who said, I only regret that I have but one life to lose for my country. Have any of you remembered this famous declaration? I only regret that I have but one life to lose for my country. American patriot Nathan Hale said it on September 22nd, 1776. These were his last words before he was hanged for spying on British troops, and there's a long story to that. He was born in Connecticut on June 6, 1755. He was a teacher, and he joined his five brothers in the fight for independence against the British who were dominating America at the time as a colony. Hale fought the British at Lexington, joined his brothers who were fighting the british at lexington and conquered massachusetts he joined them on july 1st after the fight he rose to the rank of captain in the military he fought under the command of general george washington in new york washington took his army onto manhattan island to fight the british the general at the time was william howe who was building up a british military force on long island at the battle of harlem heights george washington facing howe in battle yet again asked for a volunteer to go forward On a spy mission behind enemy lines, Nathan Hale stepped forward disguised as a Dutch schoolmaster. For a week, he gathered information on where the British troops were, but he was captured while returning to the American side. Because of incriminating papers that were found on him, the British knew he was a spy. It is believed that his cousin, a British sympathizer under Howe's command, betrayed him. The British commander Howe, British General William Howe ordered young Nathan Hale to be hanged the following day. And that's when Hale, who gave his life for his country, said those famous words, I only regret that I have but one life to lose for my country.
1: Michael Savage, a host like no other.
0: I'd like to now talk about Stop the Coming Civil War. I published this book way back in ancient history in 2014. And it was entitled Stop the Coming Civil War. It was a huge bestseller. And at the time, I said, our nation is in real trouble and the seeds of a second conflagration have been sown. I said, not between the states, but between true patriots who believe in our nation's founding principles and those who believe who I believe are working every day to undermine them and change the very nature of the country. Was I wrong or was I right? Where a man is no longer a man, a woman is no longer a woman. Where patriots are now called treasonous and treasonous individuals like Black Lives Matter and Antifa are called patriots. I said it's not a war of bullets and blood, but one of commitment to freedom and courage of conviction. I said that I believe the split between right and left is possibly irreparable. That was in 2014. Now I can go on and read the book to you, but I'll just do a quick overview for you so you understand what I was seeing then and tell you what I'm seeing now and where we're going now. The fact of the matter is, the leftists in our government do not want people to know, do not want people to connect the dots, between their many frightening moves. And raising the not-so-obvious issues they do not want discussed, and they own the media. I asked at the time, why have so many of our top military commanders been summarily pushed aside after years of brave service? Remember, this was during Obama. I asked, how is Obama's irresponsible foreign policy, not just weakening us in Russia, China, and the Middle East, but actually endangering our security at home as well, 2014? I asked, what does it mean for our freedom and our way of life that negligent immigration law enforcement allows illegal aliens to cross the southern border into our country with little fear of penalty? It is now metastasized to a cancer where this disgusting degenerate administration has actually dismantled the wall that Donald Trump built, the part of it that was built. There's no longer any law enforcement. The country is being overrun by illegal aliens. 100,000 Afghani Muslims, how much can this nation take? Where will it end? When will it blow up? I quoted a letter from Thomas Corwin to Abraham Lincoln, written in 1861, where he wrote, I cannot comprehend the madness of the times. Treason is in the air around us everywhere. It goes by the name of patriotism. So it depends upon which side of the aisle you're on. The left says those of us who love America and its traditional values are treasonous. We know that they are the treasonous ones, but they have forked tongues and control the media. I wrote that people can justify a government's controversial policies and actions for only so long until they see a pattern of abuse of power. Then even the most devout supporters of any regime must decide if they support these extreme policies and actions or oppose them. With the current government, this point of no return was reached for some at some point. For others, it was the release of known Islamist terrorists from the Guantanamo Bay prison. Remember when Obama did that without congressional knowledge? Obama released them from Guantanamo. Many of them are now running Afghanistan right now. I wrote for most Americans, the flood of tens of thousands of illegal immigrants from Central America, purposely created by the administration to overwhelm our southern borders was the final straw. It's now far worse than that. Still other supporters kept justifying one extremist act after another justifying the president's policies and actions with rationalizations that included saying that those who opposed them were, quote, right-wing conspirators, quote, racists, quote, Obama haters and the like. I then wrote, yet for those of us who study governments that have taken nations from freedom to fascism, the handwriting has been on the wall for many years. My question is this, and I could put in the name Biden rather, my question is this. Will the Biden inner circle of extremist left-wing radicals trigger an event that will provoke an American insurrection, even a civil war? Is this concern to be dismissed as a right-wing conspiracy? Let me explain to you what is happening, and it's exactly what's happening. The desperate Democrats are all pursuing policies of race and class warfare, right or wrong. As their failures and many deceits become clearer to the people, As the war they're fighting against, the freedoms promised in the U.S. Constitution materializes, they are counting on minority voters to turn out for them at the ballot box. Was I right or was I wrong? Oh, you know I was right. And they stirred up racial hatred over and over again, one speech after another, attacking the white race over and over again. And there they are. They're now running the country. It worked for them. The fact of the matter is, in this chapter, Graduating to Treason, I saw what was going to happen and rather than read the book to you or send you a book I could just tell you that I saw what was coming when I wrote stop the coming Civil War but there's so much in this book that needs to be read I suggest you read it again the last chapter is stopping the coming Civil War the world liberal revolution I wrote these prophetic words this book is not just about the coming Civil War in America it's also about the conflict that the current administration is pushing in the name of a broader worldwide liberal revolution. As I see it, the forces of the left are attempting nothing less than a socialist takeover of the world economy and global politics. This world liberal revolution is what the tens of millions of conservative law-abiding Americans are fighting against, often without even knowing it. We are the equivalent of the anti-communists who fought Stalin. The conservatives in our country those who still believe in the family and personal and religious freedom in the constitution of the united states who are standing up to an increasingly overbearing federal government we are the new resistance everything is at stake unless this power grab is arrested we will all become serfs to the new world order in the soviet union if a person did not comply with the dictates and politics of the communist party at first they were ignored that meant that any reference to them disappeared from the Soviet newspaper Pravda. I wrote in 2014, I, Michael Savage, and the most famous media personality in the history of the San Francisco Bay Area. Starting with a local radio show 20 years ago, that was in 2014, I became famous for my writings in my radio show, which was nationally syndicated and carried by more than 200 stations around the United States, it was over 300. And yet in the San Francisco Bay Area, I'm ignored. I'm almost never mentioned by the local newspaper or the local media. It's as though I don't exist. I'm in the liberal gulag, a gulag in which the only things that are permitted to be talked about are actors, singers, sports figures, degenerates, anti-Americans, occupiers, and Democrats. These are the only, quote, heroes the American media in the San Francisco and now the national media will talk about. Those who oppose the individual freedoms championed by Western civilization are considered heroes. While those of us who uphold Western values are looked upon as the enemy, not only in San Francisco and as a result of this the city has degenerated and been destroyed the liberal revolution in San Francisco is complete the gangsters who run the city and run the state destroyed the city and the state I wrote that not since the run-up to the Civil War have we as a country been more divided the battle lines have been drawn the haves against the have-nots the illegal aliens against hard-working middle-class families Liberals who hate the Second Amendment versus lawful gun owners, millions of whom are refusing to register their weapons and ammunition in states like Connecticut. Climate activists whose policies cause forest fires and exacerbate drought against those who understand that the effect of human activity on the climate is negligible. It's the stupid policies that cause the forests to burn. Anti-Christian communist educators against God-fearing families. Republicrats against patriots. Yes, you heard me, I wrote. It was Brutus who stabbed Caesar. Judas who gave up Christ to the Romans. It's always the ones closest who do the most damage when they turn. Do you understand what I'm saying to you, I wrote? The see-through conservatives who rule the Republican Party are in league with Democrats. It's as, it's as simple as that. Remember, I wrote this in 2014. It was copied by all of the other fakers who make believe that they're geniuses they're copycats Why would they allow the IRS to plead the Fifth Amendment the one who was heading it then Lois Lerner? Time after time and to destroy the hard drives in our computer. Remember that scandal. You probably forgot it Why would they look the other way while Democratic operators within the federal agencies blatantly target patriots from the Tea Party with impunity? Why the Republican Party leaders cave again and again to Biden's agenda as I speak to you right now people are being held without bail for having rioted on january 6th without bail while antifa and blm thugs who burned whole sections of cities to the ground were never even arrested i wrote then even if this criminal administration falls short of what i think is its goal of seeing americans fighting americans in all out civil war on american soil substitute obama's meaning biden's disregard for the rule of law marches us At the very least, further along toward a mid-21st century dictatorship, we are becoming the Union of Soviet States of America, the USS of A. This has been largely ripped off by many others. I've mentioned the fact that most Republicans now agree that we should become members of the global community, 2014. It's not a coincidence that the phrase global community is synonymous with the word communism or that Barack Obama, substitute Biden, got his start as a community organizer. Communism has never been anything but a group of power-crazed leftists bent on depriving the citizens under their control of all their rights and property while transferring those to an all-powerful central government. Joe Biden, the Democrat Party, and establishment Republicans are bent on nothing less. It begins as most moves towards communism do in our schools. It took the left a century to commandeer our education system, from grade schools to our universities, from Franklin D. Roosevelt's starting the Entitlement Society to Lyndon Mayne Johnson's Great Society, and the gradual degradation of the U.S. Supreme Court, the leftist takeover has continued relentlessly. I could go on, and I will go on, but it's too sad to keep reading this to you because what I prophesized has happened. I'll read a few other lines here, and I'll close by quoting from Stop Mass Hysteria and trickle-down tyranny on the Savage Nation in a few moments. I'll take a break. This is Michael Savage.
1: The Savage Nation. It's Savage on
0: Demand. There are certain history lessons that we should never forget. And one of them is that the devil once said that his greatest trick was convincing you he didn't exist. Going back... To Biden's master Barack Hussein Obama who many say is now running the country again we see that the devil in the form of Obama convinced you that he wasn't the devil Obama and Biden and the leftist greatest trick is convincing the people that they have our best interests at heart but as I see it they have only a dictator's interests at heart and they must be stopped back in 2014 in stop the coming Civil War I wrote this in the final pages how can we stop them? Listen to what I wrote. Very important you hear this. If only 10%, even 5% of those of you who voted Democratic in the last two elections vote Republican in 2014 and 2016, you can save this country. Though I fear the worst, I also have the greatest faith in the patriotic resolve in America. According to a poll conducted in September 2013, more than 20% of Americans identified themselves as members of the Tea Party. Another 42% of voters, many of whom may be Tea Party, identify as independents. Most would consider them outnumbered in their quest to bring our country back to its former glory. It's not a fair fight, the pundits say. And then I close with these lines. Tell me if you agree or not. Not me. If this large block of voters actually voted against the treason, incompetence, and indifference, they could save the nation. Here are the words that ended this book. I hear the roar of those patriotic voices every day on my national radio show. I feel the conviction in their belief. I sense the soundness of their ideals, and I hear the strong beats of their patriotic hearts. We then elected Donald Trump. We almost saved the country. Everything that the vermin on the left said Donald Trump did, he did not do, but in fact they were doing it. Every last thing they accused them of because they own Anderson Cooper and the other perverted degenerate scumbag, the other perverted degenerates in the media. They own them lock, stock, and barrel. It's worse than Pravda. It's far worse than Pravda when you see these smile degenerates in the media who are all owned lock, stock, and barrel. But it's not just CNN. Fox is really no different. There's some great people on Fox, but they're owned by Murdoch. And let me explain to you once again. I found something That's very important for you to hear right now. So before I play for you the radio show that I did right after what happened in Washington, D.C. on that January 6th, that famous January 6th date. So you understand who I am and where I'm coming from. I know where the firewalls are. That was a peaceful protest for 99% of the people. And those who went over the borderline, I called them out that day on the air. I saw what was going on. But it doesn't make everyone who protested a criminal now the title of this podcast is the dam has been breached or it can happen here how did we get here that so many people are fooled all the time remember Lincoln said you can fool some of the people some of the time you can fool some of the people all of the time but you can't fool all of the people all of the time because of people like Rupert Murdoch and those who run the other media outlets I'm afraid you can fool 99% of the people all of the time back In the day I published a podcast this is in 2008 and this is a a clip that we're giving away to my subscribers the whole clip I'm not gonna play it for you or read it to you it's savage on the Hollywood idiots part 1 from 22508 now remember 2008 and I wrote the following things and tell me if I was wrong now I want you to fast forward to the red diaper doper baby internationalist the international red diaper doper baby who lives for the international audience The vermin who has made his fortune in America, yet hates the country, hates the military, hates the family, hates the police, hates Christians. In particular, we have gone from crime does not pay to only crime pays. We now have it in the point where the 60s anti-hero, the 60s criminal is glorified. And that's who wins the prizes in the new Hollywood. The new Hollywood where only crime pays. Have you seen the disgusting degenerates on these shows from Hollywood? These record shows, these movie shows, the lowest of the scum. I asked, so who are the heroes and who are the winners in the new Hollywood? It's the new anti hero. Who is the new hero? The murderer, the pimp, the rapist, the anti American. In other words, when I was a kid and I went to the movies, I came out of a theater on a Saturday night, stars were in my eyes. I was transfixed, not just transformed. I wanted to be Audie Murphy. I wanted to be Gary Cooper. I wanted to be John Wayne. I wanted to be. Any one of a number of heroes, whether the pilots or police or doctors, there were always heroes that I could look up to. Can you name one recent movie that particularly a white man into a hero? Can you name one where a white man walks away as a hero and he's not shown to be something other than a murderer or a pimp, rapist, or a corporate prostitute? Okay, well, that's what I said in 2008. And here's the most important part. Many of you don't understand why I've been banned on Fox News. Many of you thought it was Sean Hannity and his stupidity and his jealousy, and it may be. There are others involved, but there's something more to it. Here is what I wrote, and I can understand now why I'm never going to be seen on Fox News and have not been seen since 2008. I wrote this. We keep hearing that the fundamentalist Muslim world hates us because of our foreign policy. Now, that's probably true to a small extent, but the bigger reason is that the fundamentalist Muslim world hates us is not so much our foreign policy. The real reason they hate us is because of our export product called movies, the movies that they will not let their daughters or their sons or their wives see, the movies that they do not want the children to see, where the murderer, the pimp, the rapist, and the degenerate are glorified and held up as role models. That's what the Muslim world is fighting over. You'll never read this anywhere, and you won't see this anywhere, because today the news and the entertainment business have merged into one. There was a time that the news business was separate from the entertainment business, And now listen carefully to the following words, and you'll know why I'm banned on Fox News. And then we saw the arrival on the scene of an Australian who had specialized in the most salacious, horrible newspapers the world had ever seen. He made a fortune putting violence and crime on the front of his papers. And he made more money, the more violence and the more crime. And the more the murderer or the pimp, the rapist, was glorified on the front pages of his newspapers in Australia, the more money he made. Was the same as a drug dealer, of course. There's money in violence and there's money in drugs. This doesn't mean they're good for the people. It does not mean we should glorify drug users just because people are weak and they want drugs any more than we should glorify violence or murderers or pimps or rapists or degenerates in the newspapers or in the movies. I said this. You understand what I'm saying to you? And so because this Australian who made his fortune with salacious headlines moved on and up in the world and then bought movie companies like Fox and cable news companies like Fox. And now the Wall Street Journal, the entire world has become upside down where the news business is not only no longer separated from the movie or entertainment business, the news business is actually subservient to the entertainment business. The news business is now used to promote the movie business because there's more money in movies. than there is in news and consequently you have people in the news business promoting movies that are produced by the same parent company. I then concluded by saying there was a time we were warned about this by liberals of all people, liberals who once said, don't let the news and entertainment companies merge because that is going to happen. Well, now that it's happened, they're not saying anything because their bread is buttered by this very same mentality that has emerged in news and entertainment becoming one. And now they give us an around the clock face of murderers, pimps, rapists, perverts and whores. Now you understand the rest of the story and why I am never going to be seen and have not been seen on Fox News since 2008, because I'm not in the news and entertainment business. If you want this full story, this full soundbite from my radio show, you can hear it only by subscribing to the Savage Exclusive Club, which you can find on michaelsavage.com. This is Michael Savage in a few moments when we take a quick break here on this podcast. We will listen to the show I did right after the January 6th protest on the Capitol steps, a turning point in American history. Thanks for listening.
1: The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and
0: raw. Now, too many see the protest as the problem. No, the problem is what forced your fellow citizens to take to the streets, persistent and poisonous inequities And injustice and please show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful because i can show you that outraged citizens are the ones who have made america what she is and led to any major milestones citizens have no duty to check their outrage if you
1: see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant in a department store at a gasoline station you get out and you create a crowd and you push back on them, and you tell them they're not
0: welcome. The child shall behave insolently against the aged, and the base against the honorable. For a man shall take hold of his brother of the house of his father. Thou hast a mantle, be thou our ruler, and let this ruin be under thy hand, Isaiah three five six. But I want to talk about an eye for an eye today. What does that mean? What is an eye for an eye? Exodus 21:26 says, if a man smite the eye of his bondman or the eye of his bondwoman and destroy it, he shall let him go free for his eye's sake. And if he smite out his bondman's tooth or his bondwoman's tooth, he shall let him go free for his tooth's sake. It means an eye for an eye, more or less. It says to give them freedom to compensate for injury. Is that an eye for an eye? We have to read the Bible in a little more detail to understand what this means. Because Exodus twenty-one, twenty-three to 25 is a little different. We're talking about an equitable justice system. How about the security guard who shot and killed that 14-year Air Force veteran yesterday who had no guns, she was unarmed. But if any harm followed, then thou shalt give life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, Foot for foot, burning for burning, wound for wound, stripe for stripe. What does that mean? Do we even know who shot that woman? Why did they sweep that under the rug? What if she had been a black woman? What if she'd been a transvestite? What if she'd been a Hispanic illegal alien with the Mexican flag, rioting for you know, the rights to invade America? I can guarantee you Wolf Blitzer would have delivered another blitz. I guarantee you that Anderson Cooper would have delivered another child. Now they've swept it under the rug because you see she's a white woman. A white woman. No, we should not let that woman die in vain. We need to know who executed her. She had no guns. Why did he put her in the firing range? Why did he rush to judgment and panic and kill her? Ashley Babbitt was not shot and killed by the D.C. police. She was shot by Pence's security detail. The police did not shoot her. It was... Vice President Pence's security detail. As she was climbing through a window, he pulled out a handgun and shot her and killed her with one shot. Listen to this. It's on the top of michaelsavage.com. As a matter of fact, by the video I am seeing on my own website, unbelievable to me. The D.C. police took a stance to defend the crowd from that maniac. Go to michaelsavage.com and see it again. It was one of the scared punks in Pence's security detail, who took aim and shot that woman in cold blood. He committed homicide, murder, first-degree murder. It gets even uglier. The New York Post, owned by Rupert Murdoch, the Moloch of our time, is now trying to turn the woman, the Air Force veteran who was shot in cold blood and killed, into some evil person. Listen to the headline that Rupert Moloch had the nerve to have his little Minions at the New York Post say Air Force vet killed in capital chaos, frequently shared conspiracy theories and called for a coup. So that's to what make it justified that she was fatally killed. Can you believe this? Who shot her? She served 14 years, spent time in Afghanistan and Iraq, deployed by the National Guard to Kuwait and Qatar. Can you believe this? This is a wonderful woman. She was a very strong patriot. She was loud and opinionated. She was from San Diego, outspoken on social media. She was a member of the alt-right movement. So what? She's still an American and a good one at that. The day before she was shot and killed by Capitol Police, no, it was not by Capitol Police. It looks like she was executed by one of Pence's security guards. Babbitt tweeted, nothing will stop us. They can try and try and try, but the storm is here and it is descending upon D.C. in less than 24 hours, dark to light. That's not illegal. In 2018, Babbitt posted a rambling video on Twitter, they say, slamming California politicians as the crisis at the U.S.'s southern border played out. Excuse me, Mr. Murdoch, that's not a crime. As you hide behind your bodyguards in your mansions, here is a woman, was a Trump supporter, an America supporter, a patriot who served in the military. Could you believe this? And now we find out she was a high-level security official during her time in the Air Force. She was executed security guards. And they're trying to turn her into an evil person in Rupert Moloch's New York Post. Shame on you, Rupert. I know you won't get this message. I know you have nothing but puppets. Puppets. On Fox News, I know you have nothing but puppets working for you in your publishing companies. Shame on you for trying to smear the woman who was executed in the U.S. Capitol. She's more of an American than you are. My friends, the dam has been breached. As we all watched the Capitol being stormed yesterday, we saw history being made. No one has seen that many people breaching a police line and taking over the portico of the Capitol. It started as a, I guess, peaceful protest against the counting of the votes of the Electoral College. Now, you could blame President Trump, as all of the world seems to be doing right now, because the president made a very long speech in front of this crowd, pointing out all the ways he thought the election was not on the up and up. You could say that he uh, riled up the crowd, the storm through the Capitol Police to force Congress to evacuate. You could say he led those protesters breaking through the doors and windows. Some of that criticism may be fair. But make no mistake about it, this is the fall to the left. For four years, the left, Nancy Pelosi, the vermin in the media, the Hollywoods, didn't just attack President Trump, they ruthlessly attacked us. They attacked us, they called us every name under the sun. They called all 74 million people deplorable, irredeemable, clingers, toothless fools, uneducated morons. That's what they did. How long can you insult people till they snap? When you attack people relentlessly day after day as Anderson Cooper and Wolf Blitzer and Jake Tapper and the other vermin kept doing. Because we believe the nation should go in a different direction than you do. What do you think otherwise law-abiding people are going to do? And eventually, that mob will reach a breaking point, and that is what you saw yesterday. This provocation has been going on for four straight years. What happened yesterday started with the Mueller report. Make no mistake about it. And the dam broke. It comes as no surprise to me that these very same people are being attacked by Republicans and even Fox News. All of those people in the crowd couldn't be as bad as they say they are. They're comparing this breach to when the British burned the White House in the War of 1812. All summer long, we've watched federal buildings and police departments besieged by leftist thugs. We've watched leftist thugs called Black Lives Matter, a domestic terrorist group. Antifa, a communist leftist anarchist group funded by powerful interests in America, probably the Democrat Party itself. Antifa attacking federal buildings, setting fire to police departments. These leftist thugs were called heroes by Nancy Pelosi. These leftist thugs were called patriots by Kamala Harris as they set fire to businesses, took over entire sections of cities, calling them autonomous zones. We were told they were peaceful protests. Not one word of derision. But when we saw this massive protest of conservative patriots yesterday, suddenly the same leftist vermin in the media was shocked, disturbed, ashamed at the un-American acts and so on. Why are they shocked by what they help precipitate? Every night on television, they called you racists, sexists, xenophobes, deplorables or redeemables. Until eventually you join this crowd, many of you are listening to this podcast. You are in that crowd, I know it. Many of you are not. I wasn't there. They said you were deserving of whatever happened to you. And not because of the content of your character, but because of the mainly the white color of your skin. They put you down for your race. The people in that mob watched these videos. They heard testimony and saw it their own eyes. That fraud did happen in this election. There was clearly fraud. Everyone knows this. Maybe there wasn't sufficient fraud to have changed the outcome of the election, but we all saw the fraud. The ballots that showed up in the middle of the night. How many millions of illegal aliens voted in this election? Well, you wouldn't know because Aunt Nancy and Charlie Schumer wouldn't let us have voter ID in America. Why won't they want to have voter ID? Because they wanted illegal Mexicans and other illegal aliens to vote so they can hold on to their grip of power, can be like a vice on us. Don't believe what you saw. Breaking points were breached yesterday. Of course, they called out the National Guard. These are the same people, Nancy Pelosi and the mayor of D.C., who excoriated President Trump for calling out the National Guard or wanting to, when on Black Lives Matter tried to burn St. John's Church. My friends, our country is divided now more than ever, more than ever since the Civil War. I wrote a book years ago called Stop the Coming Civil War. Biden and Harris are not equipped to stop that Civil War. God help us, and God help America.
1: Home of Borders, Language, Culture, The Savage Nation.
0: Last night was a very emotional night for all of us in America. We all know that. And there was great condemnation of the riots Outside the halls of Congress taking over the portico. I Call them democracy protesters as they would have been called if they were in China They were labeled terrorists by the same media salenterites who called violent BLM bums and anti bums peaceful protesters. So I went on to Twitter periscope and I spoke to you my audience for a bit of a while 20 minutes It's quite emotional why don't you listen to it and tell me what you think about my reaction to the riots yesterday, right now, on the Savage Nation podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the Savage Nation. This is a very sober speech tonight from my desk, not from the Oval Office. I have no Oval Office. I've only my little desk, my little world. I said I would go on, and then I realized that I'm being shadow-blocked by Twitter. Normally, you know, we get fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand 30,000 people listen to any one of my... Performances or discussions or speeches. Tonight it was 10. They cut it to 10. Some vermin from the third world that he hired for $12 an hour cut it to 10. Democracy is dead. And this was a setup. The whole thing was a setup from the beginning to the end. From the beginning to the end. From the beginning to the end. So at times like this, and many of you don't want to hear it. So let me back up for a minute. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I strengthen thee. I help thee. I uphold thee with my victorious right hand. Isaiah, forty-one, ten. You say, well, what the hell does Isaiah have to do with it? And your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. I know that you don't believe any of this anymore. Isaiah one five. He wrote, the whole head is sick, and the whole heart faint. These ancient Hebrew prophets foresaw the world that we are living in you wouldn't know it listening to Anderson Cooper that degenerate piece of human awful or the others on CNN who provoked this tonight for years they called you every name under the Sun first she started the she witch deplorable untouchable unwashable demented every name under the Sun Putting down white males, white males, white no good, white no good, whiteness no good. And then the devil wins, Warnock in Georgia, who built his whole career on hating white people. This is a descendant of Louis Farrakhan, is now in the U.S. Senate. The people went crazy today in Washington. She say, well, who, who did it? Who, who provoked this? Was it the right thing to do? No, it was the wrong thing to do. Because it will have the opposite effect of what the crowd wanted it to have, which is exactly why it shouldn't have happened. This is the problem. They've already taken away our right to assembly. They're now going to take away, or they're going to try to take away, the next bunches of our rights. And so where do we go from here? Do we turn to the Bible? Some will, and I will. The opening of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. I, op- I open wide my mouth and panted for I long for thy commandments. In times like this, listen to me, even the most lost amongst you, think back, because it's not two generations in your past, no matter how smart you think you are, no matter how progressive you think you are, it's not two generations ago that you had religious grandparents. They were smarter than you. They were better than you. They produced your parents, and then your parents produced you, and you've produced nothing. All you do was shoot your load into a napkin. All that sex you had and no children, you know why? Because you're lower than a dog. Most of you dogs, most of you leftists are lower than a dog. A dog has progeny. And God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him. Male and female created he, them. Genesis 1:27. You hear that? Male and female created he, them. Just the other day, the she-witch, Pelosi, said there is no he, there is no she, there is no father, there is no mother. She thinks she was God. And you wonder why? The walls were breached, therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, the young woman shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. I know much of this is unreal to most of you. I get it. It sounds like hocus-pocus from ancient times. The wisdom of the prudent is to look well to his way, but the folly of fools is the seat. Proverbs 14.8. This is all from God, faith, and reason. I don't need you to buy my book. I'm way past needing you to buy any of my books, but... I will refer to Stop Mass Hysteria. Very important for you to understand this. But more important than Stop Mass Hysteria is a little-known book, a little-known book that was written by someone a few years ago in 2014 called, it was called Stop the Coming Civil War, published in 2014, written in 2013. I don't want to go into it right now. But I'm going to read you the opening to Stop Mass Hysteria. This book is dedicated to the men and women of law enforcement who are on the front lines protecting the rest of us from the violent, radical left-wing street criminals whose goal is to tear our society into pieces. Who wrote that? Me. The books are over. 2018. I tried my best. I tried my best. Warnock is a... Disciple of the Louis Farrakhan.
1: Michael Savage, a host like no other.
0: I'm going to read you some of my tweets and then say goodnight. So now the left, so the left now sees what the right can do. The media, Antifa, BLM provoked this. Enough is enough. I had not yet been shadow blocked. I then said, how many in the D.C. mob are agent are provocateurs? And Antifa, BLM, other leftists waving flags, carrying Trump signs. We don't know. But we do know what agent provocateurs can do. Many of you never heard the, the phrase, many of you are political wizards. You know what agent provocateurs are. That's the enemy's camp, travels within your camp, and does bad things to make your camp look bad. You're telling me half of those... Rioters were not Antifa. Just logic would dictate that they were. There was a movie in the 60s called Z, set in Greece. Oh, you got to watch that one. So how many in this mob were agents provocateurs? How many? I don't know. That would be something for legitimate investigative agencies to discover. Here's something interesting. Earlier I tweeted, D.C. democracy protesters are labeled terrorists, rioters. I call them democ- democracy protesters. If they were doing this in Hong Kong, where China was trying to take over, they'd be called democracy protesters, wouldn't they? And even that degenerate on CNN would have to say, well, well they, were, they were marching for democracy. Labeled terrorists, by the same media cilenterates. CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox who call violent BLM, Antifa, peaceful protesters. They called the people in Washington, 99% of whom were democracy protesters today, exercising their right to address their grievances to the offices of the so-called lawmakers, who are really mostly lawbreakers and grifters and gangsters. There's not much more for me to say right now other than what I'm saying. All I know is I'm being shadow banned on Twitter as I speak. Very few of you are allowed to hear and see me. It's their website. They can do what they want. If you want to see me unfiltered, as long as it lasts, the podcast work. The Savage Nation podcast. People, were in this to the end. We're in this to the end. She is a white woman, a veteran, and she was executed by a cop who did this. And by the way, we found something for you before I sign off that you have to see. We put it on michaelsavage.com. My assistant was shocked by what he found. He found that just before she was killed, one of the wonderful D.C. uh, police, whatever they're called, was trampling on an American flag. Ashley Babit, the 14-year U.S. Air Force veteran capital, shot in the back. Most of you have seen that. Tragic story. The cop should be arrested for homicide. This is like, this is the, the Floyd, the George Floyd job. He killed her. He executed her. The punk coward vermin. Now go down on michaelsavage.com. Earlier, a police officer was stomping on the American flag on the U.S. Capitol steps. They were provoking the crowd. Instagram dropped it because that's owned by Mark, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. So, you have to understand something here. We've lost freedom of association. We've lost freedom of the press. When Jack Dorsey, Mark Zuckerberg, and the one with the sweater up there in Washington and the Google people are more powerful than the president and the entire Congress together, tell me what we have a media dictatorship. Media dictatorship. But the cop trampled on the flag, and someone tried to stop him. They provoked the crowd. You know what that's like? That's like waving a flag, in a red flag in front of a bull. It's on earlier A police officers were stomping an American flag on the U.S. Capitol step. It has been dropped from Instagram. You can't find it anymore. But it was on michaelsavage.com. They didn't call out the National Guard when they were burning churches, threatening to breach the White House walls. And now they're calling for Trump to be arrested. Biden is calling it sedition. New York Post is saying it's an invasion of the Capitol. What happened in Georgia, though? You forgot that already? The two communists were uh, escalated into the uh, Senate to control the Senate? You forgot who that is? You forgot him, the African-American guy? Oh, I said African-American. I forget. That's sacred. Warnock's. Not just an African American man; he's Louis Farrakhan with a white collar with a red soul. Warnock is Louis Farrakhan with a white collar and a red soul. We have his speeches. He hates the police. He hates the military. He hates white people. He hates America. Remember Reverend Wright? Reverend Wright and Reverend Warnock are blood brothers. Fox News is finished. They're gone. I know what happened. I saw them all turn on the crowds. Even the most loyal supporter of Trump over these years has turned on him. And that was Michael Goodwin, who said Trump is responsible for this day of infamy in America. Michael Goodwin was told in no uncertain terms by the Murdoch boys, you write this or you're out, you lose a job. So he did what he had to do to, to survive. Trump is not responsible for this day of infamy. You could say he is. It's easy to say that. But that's not what happened here. You could blame Nancy Pelosi. You could blame Adam Schiff. You can blame all the vermin who attacked us day and night for the last four years, call us every name under the sun. Most of the crowd were white people. They had had enough. They snapped. They couldn't take anymore. It's just the beginning, not the end. What you have seen today, unfortunately, is not the end of what's coming. I try to warn you in 2014, I wrote it in 2013, you laughed at me. It was a bestseller on the New York Times list, fine, great. And I dedicated it to the uh, police. I'll close with the dedication again. This book is dedicated to the men and women of law enforcement who are on the front lines protecting the rest of us from the violent, radical left-wing street criminals whose goal is to tear our society into pieces. Did you listen to me? You didn't even hear about the book because I'm banned on Fox News. I'll close with the opening. We've reached a new mass hysteria inflection point, I wrote. Hatred is in the air, I wrote. We are living in an age of hate in which mental pollution is worse than air pollution. The most accessible and comprehensive of all unifying agents, hatred is spreading like a virus into all too willing hosts. It unifies knee-jerk liberals no matter what their other differences. Hatred of conservatives, hatred of Trump, hatred of Trump's voters is one of the many cases of mass hysteria infecting American society today, but it is likely the most destructive. I saw what was coming. What happens now? Study Cambodia. You will see what occasional Cortex has in mind for you you will see what occasional cortex and the others foisted upon us in these last few years have in store for us. Thank you for listening. God bless America. God save America. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed and learned something from it. And I want to remind you of something that I think is important for you to know. We have over 280 Savage Nation podcast episodes available to you absolutely free. I'll say that again. You can go back into this vast library of over 280 episodes and listen to any one of them or several of them at your leisure. So you never have to be without the Savage Nation. Thank you very much for listening.